only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the hotline. He is a 2A attorney, a firearms instructor, and the host of the Gun Guy Show. Weekends here at 93 WIBC. Guy Relford joins us. Guy, how are you? Man, I'm great, and thanks as always to our sponsor for Monday Gun Day. That's Premier Arms in Brownsburg with the largest selection of new, used, and historic firearms in the Midwest. And PA Jewelers located right in the store. Check them out at 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg or PremierArms.com. So last week, Representative Jim Lucas, he's at the State House. There's a group of high school students, gun activists. Uh, they're, you know, anti-gun, anti-gun activists. activists, and they're having a conversation. And then one thing leads to another. Representative Lucas tells them, I'm carrying, and just opens up his coat and shows that he's carrying his firearm. Which is holstered. Right. Well, the media ran wild with this, but at the same time, it may have been kind of a poor decision from Jim Lucas. You had him on your program this past weekend. Take me through that conversation. Yeah, Jim called in, and uh, I was I was talking about the legislative session in general, and then um, I was uh, going to get into what happened with Jim, and you know, it's been all over. Uh, the media um, and uh, and you know discussed on w- WIBC and so uh, you know the phone rings and it's Jim and he's actually on his way back from Texas um, where he'd gone to to view the border which is a whole other discussion uh, and and he was willing to discuss it and he hadn't made any other public comments on it and so you know I was I was pleased that he was willing to discuss the whole thing on my show and. Uh, and you know, and he, he he took us through the whole event. And the the problem is that a lot of people are are just l- listening to news accounts or um, reading social media posts and are and are not going back and, and just watching the damn video, which is out there. It's available. I've posted it multiple times on my social media, and uh, and you can see the whole video. And and Jim just kind of went through it. And and said, listen, I'm I'm there in the state house, and I I didn't even know who these people are. I just see a group of young ladies, uh, younger what he called young adults, or turned out to be high school students. And I just said, hey, what are you guys doing here? Because he was uh, actually feeling good about seeing young people down at the state house involved in the in the legislative process. And it turns out that it's a, a group of folks from a, a, a group called um, Students Demand Action which is uh, a subset of Moms Demand Action, and so which is obviously a gun control group. And so they're down there uh, advocating for more gun control. And uh, Jim decided to engage them in a conversation and said, you know, well, let's talk about that. And so they're having what appears, and again, it's all on video, so nobody should accept anyone else's portrayal of the event. They should go find the video and watch the whole damn thing. But um, he's talking about how, listen, you know, um, well, primarily the students started talking about how it makes them feel unsafe that there are too many guns out there. And they, you know, they were talking about their emotions and the conversation was primarily about their emotions. And Jim was making the point of, well, it's not really about emotions. It's about facts. 
and and a bad guy doesn't care about your emotions. And, and by the way, you know, is there a law out there I can pass that is not just going to make you feel better, but it's actually going to convince criminals um, to not be criminals? And I'm paraphrasing, and people should go watch the video. But at one point, people the, the kids were just basically making the point that guns make them feel unsafe in general. And Jim said, well, come on, you know, I'm carrying a gun right now. And he opens up his, his suit jacket to reveal that he's carrying a gun in a holster. And, and I think a, a fair portrayal of it is that he was trying to say, why would you feel unsafe just by a gun? Because, oh, for instance, I'm carrying one right now, and I've, I'm obviously no threat to you. Right. And, and but then, of course, what do you get? And it's being videoed by the Statehouse Files, which is um, – notoriously anti-gun media group and so they go out and they say oh you know this guy is intimidating and threatening high school students and it just kind of went on from there um and and i was disappointed in the media coverage at the same time you know i i can definitely question the decision making process so anyway jim came on and people can hear the whole video um wibc news has put it out on the wibc website and listen to the whole video and jim talks about it quite a bit and he said, listen, I was, I was trying, basically trying to be the opposite of intimidating. Uh, I was trying to show them there's no legitimate reason to fear firearms because, you know, good people like me carry firearms too. But it got spun a completely different way. And then at the same time, because I had to be objective about it, uh, and Jim and I are friends, and so, um, you know, sometimes it's not easy to be objective. But at one point I said, but Jim, i got to tell you, when I was watching the video, and you opened up your suit coat to show, you know, hey, I'm carrying a gun right now. I, I literally, you know, I did a face palm and, and said, no, no, Jim, right. what are you doing? Because, Guy, I think I you and I are on the same page. Guy, I think you and I are on the same page here because I talked about it on Friday. Like, the media coverage of this makes it sound like he took his gun out, stuck it in a kid's mouth, and asked him if he feels <laughs> oh, yeah. lucky. But at the same time, that wouldn't be a problem if you didn't just show the kid your weapon in the first place. Because I don't think any kid asked to see it. No, exactly. I mean, he was he was making his point that you shouldn't be afraid of guns in general. And he's saying, hey, look, look at me. I'm a legislator in a suit doing my job. I'm carrying a gun. So obviously a gun in and of itself is not a threat. And here, hey, look, let me show you. Um, and I get that. And it's, it's a legitimate point. But my goodness. And this is the point. And, and, and Jim conceded. He said, look, I miscalculated, I think was the quote on my show. He, and and because he he didn't understand, or at least at the time anticipate, um, what I think was a completely predictable response, which is you know, I'm triggered, I'm afraid, I'm intimidated, you know, I've been threatened, and then the media takes off with it, and uh, and unfortunately even you know what I could, would consider more conservative news channels even picked up on it too, and were very very negative. And I, I just, I don't know, I was glad Jim came on. At the same time, I did have to tell him, and I was very you know, objective as, as I can be on this, and said, i got to tell you, it was completely predictable what response you were going to get. So, again, I didn't say it in these words, but the thought was, what the hell are you thinking by showing the gun in your you know? Well, that's not something you would have done, time. is what you're saying. That's well, not something, as a gun safety expert and a Second Amendment attorney, you probably, while you were sitting there educating scared little teenage kids that have only known and been indoctrinated that guns are bad, you probably would not have, <clears throat> excuse me, opened up your jacket and showed them your piece. 
Well, yeah, that point, Nigel, that's exactly right, and I couldn't agree more. At the same time, also you got to consider your audience. Who are you talking to? You're talking about kids, yeah. and this is from this is from a school in in Muncie that's primarily um, it's not a public school up there. It's a school primarily where you know, professors' kids go and and others, and 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 so you can imagine the kind of politics that these kids come out of anyway. And he didn't know that at the time, but they're, they're part of students. Demand action. They're part of guns. Or I mean, moms demand action. They're they're advocating for gun control. You think they're going to fairly and objectively and reasonably react to um, you showing them that you're carrying a gun? No, they're going to spin that in a way um, that uh, that makes you look bad. And that's exactly what they did. So I, I you know, it was a poor decision, no question, to show that he was carrying a gun. Um, but the way it's been portrayed in the media is just completely outlandish, and that's why I'm glad he came on and, and had an opportunity to, you know, react to it in his own words. Guy Relford joining us. He is the host of the Gun Guy Show, a firearms instructor to a attorney. So, Guy, we're at about halftime here of the Indiana General Assembly. Take me through this representative, Fadi Kadura. We've talked about this guy a lot on this segment specifically. He's the representative at the Indiana General Assembly that wants to make Boss Hogsett's uh, gun plan go through and become law for Marion County. Where are we at with that? Yeah, and, and and when you say halftime, you're exactly right. I mean, we we had the we have the deadline at the at the end of last week that if a bill was filed in the Senate and it needed to get a a hearing and a vote and get out of the Senate and get sent over to the House before the end of last week, or it's dead, it's gone. And similarly, if it was it was if it was um, filed in the House, you know, same thing through the House, sent over to the Senate. So we know what bills right now are still alive, and, and, and a whole bunch of bills are dead. And thankfully, this uh, amendment to the preemption statute uh, filed by Senator Fadi Kadura and a Senate Bill 95 that would have allowed Boss Hogg to, um, to do what the, currently Indiana state law prohibits him from doing, which is regulating firearms, um, and this bill would have allowed him, uh, that is Joe Hogsett, to, to implement this, and it would allow Hogsett to, for instance, have an assault weapon ban in Marion County, to repeal constitutional carry in Marion County, um, uh, to uh, raise the, the minimum age to buy a firearm um, in all of Marion County to 21, where now you can buy a rifle or a shotgun at 18. And uh, that one never got a hearing in the Senate uh, courts in uh and criminal code committee, so it's dead. It's gone. Poof. Mm. And there are a whole bunch of other. And people don't realize the number of anti-gun bills filed every year that we have to go fight against. I mean, Senate Bill 24 raised the minimum age to 21 statewide. Um, it was filed in the Senate. Um, there, there's a, a bill about prohibiting firearms at polling places, even though uh, I have no idea what problem they're trying to fix there. A bill to impose universal background checks. Um, a bill to severely restrict the, the, the uh, restoration of firearm rights after an expungement. Um, and, 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 and then safe storage bills where, oh, no, you got somebody under 18 in your house and you've got a gun on your nightstand, you're a criminal. And all those, thankfully, um, that uh, that my group, 2A Project, strenuously opposed, uh, those are all dead. And uh, luck, thankfully, 
there's really only some pro two-way bills um, that are still alive and, and hopefully are going to proceed um, in the other house um, where they were uh, uh, from where they were filed originally. Well, Guy, on behalf of our audience, I know there's an awful lot of law-abiding citizens who have purchased a firearm for home safety, or maybe they're just a enthusiast. They appreciate the hell out of what you do, not letting some of these lunatics try to do some paperwork and get over on people. So on behalf of our audience, thank you. And if somebody's got a question, how can they find you? Uh, best way to contact me through Twitter at, uh, at Guy Relford on Twitter. And thank you for those kind words, Jason. Uh, that means a lot to me and a uh, big reason why I do what I do. Do the best. Thank you, Guy. Thanks, guys.